Hello and welcome to the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast. This series is brought to you in partnership with Northern Ireland Chest Heart and Stroke as part of their Work Well, Live Well campaign, which is funded by the Public Health Agency. Today I am joined by another amazing guest and her name is Edwina Flynn. Edwina is an independent mum to Katie, age 19, and Aaron, age 17, and spent 16 years in a state agency with Best Property Services in Newry. In 2020, she joined Wood Innovations, who are importers and distributors of wooden flooring and accessories. Following a year with Wood Innovations, helping them navigate through Brexit and overall supporting them, Edwina was appointed CEO in August 2021 and she now leads a team of 37 people across two sites. Edwina is very passionate about health and wellbeing and believes this is key in the workplace. In 2020, she started working with Northern Ireland Chest Heart and Stroke and implemented the Work Well, Live Well programme as part of the Wood Innovations five-year growth plan, which commenced in January 2021. The programme has been championed by all employees. Edwina loves the outdoors. She loves walking, hiking and running. And she is also the Vice President of Newry Chamber of Commerce, a mentor with both Women in Business and the Career Ready Programme with St Mary's High School in Newry. Wow, a very busy lady on all fronts. And I'm sure you are like me and really look forward to hearing her inspiring story. Edwina, you are so welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Belinda. Thank you so, so much. My goodness me, I got tingles just listening to all of that. And that doesn't even take in my social life. So I'm like, oh God, do I do all of that? So thank Love you it. for the beautiful introduction. It's gorgeous. Oh, you're Great most welcome. Oh, well, you're, you're so welcome. It's an absolute delight. Um, and for listeners, I've known Edwina a very long time mm-hmm. um, through, through workplace, etc. So um, can't wait to catch up um, on everything today. So firstly, Edwina, tell me about the journey which led you to become the CEO of One Innovations? Well, I guess um, just before COVID in 2019, um, I had sort of come to a stage in my life that I was getting itchy feet and um, having spent 16 years with Best Property Service, really, really um, successful career there, loved it, loved everything about it. I sort of knew that I'd probably come gone as far as I, I could there. And there was always, um, there was always that... Um, I was always aware, sorry, that there was the family, the likes of Kyle was going to come into the business at some point. And I remember having a conversation with Gary um, and saying that, you know, I was going to move on. And um, then COVID hit and he didn't really think that um, he, he thought that notion had gone out of my head, um, which it hadn't because it's, you know, I'm a firm believer. If you put something out to the universe, it definitely it will present itself. And I had two opportunities that presented my, my, presented themselves to me um during that year. So one was with innovations and that was the role that um, I took. And I took that as a stopgap because behind the whole, behind my, I suppose, my thought process was to go out and do something myself because I had done um, a coaching qualification through um, the ILM. And that's something that I was very passionate about. Um, having been, um, having had a business coach myself and I just love that helping others and I wanted to do more of that. So 
the year in with innovations around February, the itchiness started to set in again, and I thought, right, have to look and see what's going to happen beyond July, and applied for a couple of positions, and one of them was a, a CEO role, um, because at that point we were still navigating our way out of COVID, and going out on my own just didn't seem like the right um, the the right decision for me at that time. Still had Katie and Aaron to support, so I thought, no, maybe just park that for a bit. So applied for the CEO role, got it, went to um, Philip and Dan and it was like whole fire, um, have you accepted, etc, etc. So basically I got a counter offer from, the, from them. Uh, they didn't want me to move on and um, I obviously had provided value during those number of months that I had been there and um, I took that up then in August 2021. So, you know, for me, I'm big into goal setting and um, I always wanted to lead an organisation and, and to be at the top. And I actually remember having the conversation with Philip um, earlier um, that year about the structure that, you know, he was looking at for the business going forward. And I sort of knew that that wasn't where I wanted to be. And I remember him jokingly saying, well, what do you want my seat? And I'm like, well, yeah, and why not? So again, it, it um, presented itself and um, I am now, what, two years? I'll be two years in August, um, CEO of Wood Innovations and loving it um it's tough um but it is enjoyable and i'm delighted just to have had the the opportunity so that's it fantastic so you've really set that sort of you know goal out into the universe you knew exactly where what path you wanted to follow and lo and behold it happened it happened yeah amazing yeah, yeah. amazing when you really put your mind to something absolutely it's incredible yeah yeah and so what does a typical day look like a typical day. Um, so Monday to Friday, I am up early. Um, in fact, I'm up early seven days a week, but up six o'clock Monday to Friday. And I have my wee morning routine that I do every day. And um, I have a beautiful wee um, dog, Jasmine, a wee Jack Russell. And um, she is my um, my biggest companion and doesn't answer me back. Um, <laughs> fantastic. The children often joke and say, uh, you love her more than you, you love us. And I says, well, you know, she's she's always there for you, listens to you, good days, bad days. So anyway, take Jasmine out, get my coffee. Um, and I'm very big into my morning routine, which is I do a bit of journaling every morning. And... It used to be longer, Belinda, um, probably before I went back to Wood Innovations, I would have taken the first hour each morning to myself. That has been reduced a bit to the first half hour, which which is fine. But my, my morning practice, I do my gratitudes, I set my intentions for the day. And I also say, this is how I'm going to make today great. And I do my positive affirmations. Some mornings, depending on, on how I am for time, I might go out for a wee run, I might go for um, a walk. I open up the office two mornings, so there's two mornings I'm in at 7am, so obviously I've, I've less time to, to spend. Um, exercise is hugely important for me every week, and I do two personal training sessions with Geraldine Kilgoyne on a Monday and a Thursday evening. I also... Um, joined uh, well not joined but came across CPT gym there um, around Easter and I do um, a couple of classes there with Katrina Lochran so training is four times a week there which which is very very important to me 
walk at the weekends. Um, I do a fantastic walk with um, my accountability buddy, Caroline O'Donovan, <laughs> and we meet every every Saturday. And I suppose one of the things we do every single morning that we've done from COVID is that we leave each other a morning message to, to set us up um, for the for the day. So um, so that that is um, trying to think what else. Yoga, I started back at yoga there um, in June. I was doing it last year from September. And it's funny, I really noticed how I missed it. And I suppose for the slowness, for slowing me down because I am um, busy. And Jenny um, Turley was was doing it on the beach in June. Uh, she was doing it in May. I wasn't able to make it, but um, I've been doing that in on Sunday mornings, and that's that's lovely. Really, really enjoyed that. There was no yoga last Sunday, unfortunately, because of the the rain. But hopefully, we'll be <laughs> back this Sunday. And then I guess the other things are um, I do. A bit of um, I, I did mention that the journaling, personal development. Um, I'm a member of Nicola Conley Burns family um group, and there's um, you know I've basically things that I do every day just on on that wee page. Um, weekend Netflix is my go to. <laughs> um, big fan of Fast and Furious. Love that. Yeah. Love cooking. Um, and the other thing I suppose is. The children's friends, I mean, they're teenagers, having them over, we've got a great circle of neighbours. Um, you know, Aaron and Katie have great friends. I have a great circle of friends myself. So um, for me, the balance during the day is, is very important. And um, yeah, I think I think that's that's probably it. And Amazing. Then, yeah. I think that's <laughs> it. Well, <laughs> it's so much, should we now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is busy. <clears throat> Fabulous. Fabulous. Um, you know, busy work life. But you have so many amazing positive outlets outside of that that really, you know, support your own well mm-hmm. well being and your own wellness and your mm-hmm. own mindset, which which is is so so important, especially in the role, a senior leadership role that you that that you hold. Um, I think it's it's important in every walk of life, but I think it's vitally important whenever you are responsible for such a big organization yeah. and people and teams. It's so so important to get that balance right. And so you joined the Work Well, Live Well programme, um, which is organised through the Northern Ireland Chest, Heart and Stroke back in 2021. So tell me a wee bit about the programme, um, how you got involved, and indeed how that initiative has supported you and your team. Well, we were coming through COVID, and we were probably still a wee bit in it, actually, I think, when I came across it. And I probably had a bit more time on my hand when I joined with Innovations because that was before I took the, the role of CEO up. And I came across Emma McCrudden, um, a superstar. And um, I suppose what I loved about the programme was that it actually focuses on the employees and their needs. So it's not what I want. It's not what the business want. It's actually the employees. And we've now done our second survey through chest, heart and stroke. And even looking at how the needs have evolved and have changed and even how the team has grown. So the the survey looks at four areas and um, it's your physical health, um, your psychosocial, um, I think if I pronounce that right, which is in and around stress, your personal health and um, personal health resources and then the enterprise and community involvement. So that survey goes out to all employees within the organisation and they have an opportunity to feedback what's important to them. And then on the back of that, um, a plan is basically produced and Emma will work very closely with each organisation. So we did that. As I said, we've gone through it now a second time. It's championed by the employees and 
what I did um, insist was that I had one person from each department. So there was a good balance. So you were including the likes of warehouse, marketing, finance and the customer services, which was brilliant. And that brought um, a huge, um, I suppose, variety, you know, dynamic to the whole um, to the whole plan as well because each of those individuals had had different needs so it it was lovely so we also tied that in with our five-year growth plan which um i implemented in 2021 or 2022 no 2021 yes 2021 um no rolled it out in 2022 yes because we're in 2023 it's hard to keep up (laughs) so we tied it in with that because health and well-being is, is very important to me and some of the initiatives, and I suppose one of the big initiatives during um, coming out of COVID was the time to talk. And with us having two sites, um, we've one over in Walsall, it was a brilliant way of bringing people together. And even people that didn't actually know, um, didn't didn't know each other, um, I suppose, because they were in different um, different different geographical areas, different departments and all of that, it was lovely. And then, you know, with the... With technology and with Teams and Zoom and all of that, should we re- that was possible to do that. So that has been huge. We have done the sa- likes of things like ha- walks at lunchtime. Um, there's been healthy um, snacks provided in both sites for um, all of the team. We have done things like step challenge. There's been nutritional talks. In fact, Emma was in two weeks ago giving a nutritional talk. And the thing about it is too, it's only those people that maybe that that is interested in that it's available for all staff but if we're not forcing it on on everybody so that's that's fantastic too as well um we've involvement in the community we've lots of things coming up like that there's a mental health first aid course been done later this year and we've two two employees that have basically put their hands up to to sign up for that um, financial planning was something else and we did it through your um, I've actually engaged with Bank of Ireland Belinda um, through the chamber there was a talk a wee, um, networking session one Friday morning and I engaged with some of the ladies there and they're going to come in now in September and do do some do talks to, to the team around that and then I suppose one of the really good things was um, the wanted outdoor seating so we've got um, two outdoor benches in our new site in Carnbane which is lovely and if I was to take, I suppose, one thing away, um, Michelle and our, our branch in Walsall took the team out for a, a walk, their first walk, last, um, was it last Friday? Yeah, last Friday. And she asked for a wee bit of support for covering the phones. And unprompted, she sent me a message and a couple of photos. And she said she was like a proud mama walking, because th- this is a group of young oh. lads. And they're in an industrial estate. It's very different. I go over there um, once a month to the site over there. It's very different than what we have here in Uri, like it's, it's city, Birmingham city. And um, she said it was so, so good and the chatting and all of that. And when the guides came back into the office, um, they actually pointed at the sign that's inside um, Wood Innovations. And she said she just got that moment um, that they did it unprompted, but you could just see that togetherness. And she said, we definitely do more of this. So all of that um, has just been fantastic. We're going to do some volunteering. Um, we said we do volunteering twice a year. And again, that those were things that came up in the survey. So absolutely fantastic. But I think the togetherness, bringing people and we're, you know, we're together eight hours a day. And, you know, it's having that something to 
look forward to but how you make a difference and what whatever it is if it is around mental health if it is community involvement anything like that um that that's been huge for us as, as a business amazing so much so going much, on yeah but it ha- it's it's at the grassroots in terms of culture and it's bringing everybody together and as you say you know you spend eight, eight hours in the workplace mm-hmm. especially in that corporate environment that that busy environment I always used to call it, you know, the work family because that's essentially what it was because you were spending so much time together. Um, And so it's just brilliant to see how this particular programme has, you know, fitted in with all of the components within your organisation and brought all of the employees Mm -hmm. together. It's just absolutely fantastic. And I suppose to add, you know, as I've come on board, um, you're bringing youth into the team as well. And young people want that... A wee bit of fun in the in the organisation, you know. And I'm not saying the older generation or the mature. <laughs> I love a bit of fun too as well. But you can see that, um, you know, with the group that we have, the team that we have at the minute, um, there's a bit of excitement there and they look forward to that. We've actually a sports day now planned for later in the summer. And, you know, going back to basics, egg and spoon race, <laughs> things like that. And I'm like, yes, I'm on for that. But they're fantastic. so excited about that. So it's it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and we need those lighter moments you know in business especially we need those lighter moments so it's just amazing this episode has been supported by northern ireland chest heart and stroke northern ireland chest heart and stroke's vision is a healthy northern ireland free from chest heart and stroke illnesses established in 1946 they work with people of all ages delivering vital care and prevention services supporting groundbreaking research and campaigning for change. Work well, live well, a free workplace health and well-being support programme delivered by Northern Ireland Chest Heart and Stroke and is funded by the Public Health Agency and it aims to help local workplaces to improve the health and well-being of their employees. As part of the programme, workplaces receive a staff health and well-being survey They develop a three-year well-being action plan for their team, as well as accessing free training, webinars, resources and networking opportunities. To register your workplace or to find out more, visit www.nichs.org.uk forward slash workwell livewell. But I suppose just going back to your own health and wellness journey and, you know, you are so personally passionate Mm -hmm. about health and wellness. And that's, you know, evident in all of the activities that you do outside and within the workplace. So where does that passion, do you think, come from, Edwina? Um, I suppose there's a there's a few moments, you know, in your life, Belinda, that, um, you know, if you reflect back, um, you know, I suppose the first thing is. I am busy and, you know, just listening to you there this morning with the introduction, um, you know, for me to be the best that I can be and um, the best mum, yes, I am, you know, an independent mum and, you know, to be the best um, leader um, to, to, to my team and I guess I have to prioritise my myself first. Um, now, that has only happened and evolved over the last number of years. I, I didn't always prioritise myself first. 
and it I suppose there's a couple of key moments in your life when you reflect back and I suppose the first big thing for me was um you know daddy passed away suddenly in in, in 2002 and um that that was the f- the first you know big loss in in, in my life um and you know whilst you move on you know 20 years last year was was his anniversary and I actually realized that I hadn't actually properly dealt with his passing and and had to revisit counseling and, and all of that again so that was the first thing um after Aaron was born um I experienced postnatal depression so that was another um time in my life then I I went through my divorce um you know which which was was another um Another another learn another moment. Um, my weight has fluctuated over the years, um, and I guess I when I reflect back, food is my is I'm going to say is still because but food was my comfort food was my go to. Um, I'm still managing that. Uh, I was heaviest in 2018, and that was the moment that I I guess it came to a point. You know, God, I I can't go on. I was exhausted, and, and funny, it was only last week we were. Talking Katie and Aaron, but Katie would remember more where I used to come home from work and I used to have to go to bed because I was exhausted. But then there was a lot going on. There was just me and the two children, and I was juggling two, three jobs to keep a roof over our head, etc. So I had gone to sculpt. Um, if if the the listeners remember sculpt, um, so Geraldine, I do. Going, I used to go. You too. do, yeah. <laughs> so the two Geraldines, and yeah. um, I started personal training with Geraldine Kilgoyne and um. You know, funny when we look back, you know, I thought, well, I'm training, I can eat what I want. But uh, Geraldine's famous words, you can't train a bad diet. You can't out-train a bad diet. So the training was, was happening, but the weight wasn't coming off. So then we, we sort of upped the game a bit. And work was quite stressful at the time. Um, and there was more stuff going on, which, you know, I realised I had to deal with after I got the, the health and nutrition right. But we started running and I, f- I really enjoyed the running. I remember one day going out with her on the towpath and the tears just coming down my eyes as I ran. So you knew there was more inside that you, you had to basically to deal with. So, you know, did did all of that three and a half stone lighter in, in um, two, I think wow. two, just before COVID brilliant. actually, yeah, which was brilliant. But that was consistency and insistency and persistency, as yes. I had to say, you know, you had to you had to do that. But then I had to also look at the inside. So um, that was when I basically joined Nicola Connolly Burns' um, group. Um, she has a group called I Am Positive Mindset, and I started to do some personal development, and it was then me looking inside. And that was scary. And I'm still going through that. And I remember Nicola always saying, you know, it's what's inside the wrapper. Outside the wrapper, you know, you think of it as a present, looks fabulous, but what's actually inside? So I'm still on that journey. Um, I've made huge strides, you know, and every day um, you, you, you continue that work. But I suppose exercise is very important for me each week. And it's very important for lots of different reasons, for my mood, for my energy. I am quite energetic and, um, you know, the food equally important. Um, it's what we put in. Um the people that you surround yourself with is, is another reason um, what you listen to. Um, so, you know, for, for Katie and Aaron, it's important that I maintain those habits 
every day. Um, okay, you can have you can have a bit of off time, but um, you know, for me to be the best mum, for me to be the best leader for the people that um, you know, I lead, for my friends, for my family, and and for me really as well. And I suppose um, to throw in the the. The, the latest thing is um, at 49, I'm now on going through perimenopause, <laughs> um, like lots of other people. Yeah. And that, you know, yeah. Jesus, you're... Um, it's a different mindset. It's a really different, different game mindset. altogether. And, you know, yep. with your food, with your exercise, yeah. you really have to ma- make sure that you have that right. And, um, yeah, so, mm. you know, that that probably is is where it has all come, how it's all evolved. And, and I mean, I look at... at people in the workplace and, and going back to what we said at the start with you know spending eight hours everybody's job in its own in its own shape or form ha- has a certain bit of stress to it and it's how you manage that yeah. and I, I do believe that you know if you you know prioritize your mental health and well-being and a bit of exercise and um, like one of the things I do is most days I try and get out for a minimum of 10 minutes walk um, and that you know some of the guys laugh at me I'm down only down to the end of the lane when we were in Warren Point it used to be I used to shout them away to the roundabout but that that yeah. 10 minutes each just to get up your clear desk head. get out clear your head no phone Belinda just get out into nature yeah um, so hope I haven't and waffled too no much not there. at all no and thank you because you've been very open and honest and authentic and vulnerable in sharing that so firstly thank you for that Edwina um, I, I have no doubt that what you're talking about is going to resonate with so many people. It certainly resonates with me. Yes. Um, you know, so thank you for sharing. And I think you're absolutely right. And it's just taking those moments. Um, and it doesn't have to be ours. And it doesn't have to be expensive. Self-care does not have to be expensive. It can be just that 10 mm-hmm. minutes of a walk. You know, even out maybe just taking a cup of coffee. If you say connecting with nature. Um, and just a little bit of time on your own just to breathe yeah you know the, actually the the alone time is probably something else that um i have over the last couple of years that i'm actually okay with i'm okay being alone on my own and you know katie and aaron would um at, at the start were a wee bit um you know leaving me and um and you had to get used to that because i've got two teenagers now and it's it's something funny that um i watch you know, mommy and mommy would um, look at me and sort of think, you know, um, I'm a bit weird nearly that I'm OK with being on my own. And I I am very much I mean, I've got Jasmine there, so I'm not on my own, <laughs> you know, but it's uh, I think when you get to that stage in your life and sometimes it's nice to go out for a walk on your own, because when you're talking, when you're with people um, and, and you're busy, it's that wee bit of downtime and that quiet time and yeah, like I, I love coming home. I love I love company, but I love coming home in the evenings and um quiet house and you get this great big welcome with this wee dog running <laughs> to you with loads of hugs and loads of snuggles and it's it's just yeah. lovely, yeah. But I think it's reconnecting with yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in a busy life where you take on so many different roles and you wear many different hats, that time to reconnect with yourself becomes really, really mm-hmm. precious. Mm-hmm. Um, and really really important yeah so okay so I suppose that leads us into you know who has been your biggest inspiration as you've done a lot of reflection there you've shared an awful lot with us Um, so overall it's hard sometimes maybe to pinpoint one person Mm -hmm. can be a range of people or things but I suppose who, who do you feel has been your biggest inspiration and why Edwina do you know 
I, I remember been asked this um, a couple of times before, and I used to look at used to look at everybody around me, and I used to be inspired by different people for different reasons, and even the big figures like the likes of Oprah Winfrey, Michelle, Lady Michelle Moan was one that I used to love listening to watch and read her book, and if I actually and and I I have done a lot of work a lot of work over the last twelve months, um, I. If I look at Edwina and I'm like, I've actually, you know, I've come through a lot. Um, my story is inspiring. I haven't always made the right choices. Um, I haven't always got it right. Um, so I, you know, I, I can sit here and say I'm actually inspired by by myself and what I've done. Um, Katie and Aaron um, and the three of us together in terms of what they have achieved in their lives. They're both on very different paths um, they're hugely supportive of, of me and even my career as well and, and everything else. They don't belong holding me accountable to um, various things that maybe I, I should be doing and, sh- and, and or maybe things I shouldn't be doing. So, you know, the three of us together, um, I mean, when, when I um, when I separated from, from Katie and Aaron's daddy, Aaron was 18 months and you know, I have reared Katie and Aaron on my own with great support um, from my sister, my mum, and I had an amazing childminder, Geraldine McShane, and and also, you know, f- wider family circle and, and friends. But when I look at what the three of us actually have achieved together, you know, in our in our own wee um, circle uh, as such, um, that that inspires me. And you know, I look at what they have done and their work ethic and. You know, you d- you do always fear. Will I be enough? Just it's just me, and um, how will they turn out? And you know, they've done very good. I'm very proud of them. So oh. <laughs> I'm getting the tingles yeah. all over me, yeah. Edwina, as yeah. you talk about all of that, and yeah. and you should be very proud and yeah. very. And it's lovely to hear, you know, how your yourself and your journey has inspired you, and has no doubt then inspired your two kids. Yeah, no, it is. I'm actually getting quite emotional just just thinking of it but you know just when you when you look at what you look at what you look at them and I do see many me's and in, in, in some of them in each of them in, in different ways but um yeah well they'll be so proud as I listen back to this gosh. um I have no doubt yeah. they'll be beaming from ear yeah. to ear I only told them last night Belinda I was doing this too <laughs> as well and I suppose you know again a lot of reflection we're, we're, we're talking a lot about the journey um if you could go back what would you tell your younger self, Edwina, do you think? If I could go back. Um, I I would have been pretty hard on myself. Um, I, I'm still hard on myself. I have high expectations. Um, I'm still working on that. Um, however, I have really good memories. And, you know, it's... I suppose every experience, good or bad, has, has actually shaped the person that I am here today. So I would tell my younger self, I would say, you know, although some moments may be tough, lean on others, um, make time for yourself. Lean on others, make time for yourself. And remember that this is all part of, of the journey. Um, I don't think any advice can replace, you know, the lessons that we learn from our own experiences and everybody's experience is, is different. So keep learning, keep growing and, you know, 
gratitude for me every day is 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 huge and you know even the hard ones and there's one thing I do as part of my daily routine which I, I forgot to add at the start I do a, a reflection at the end of each day and things like how can I improve and I've only incorporated that actually this year I got this beautiful um diary if you've ever come across it it's called the six minute diary so even if you want to just put six minutes into your day i i take a wee bit longer but it gives you a morning and an evening reflection and that one question actually you know some days it's around food okay i just really tuck out and what triggered that so it really gets you to think so being grateful for every day and and even the even the bad ones so i i think that's what i would say belinda i don't think there's um, I don't have any. I don't have any regrets. And um, again, th- with the personal development, um, through different conversations I've had um, with with Nicola Connolly Byrne, she'll always turn around. She said, "Wayne, what's the lesson in this?" So I'm very good at now. If something happens, right? What is the lesson? Yeah. What is this here to teach me? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's not always easy to do that, and that takes a lot of work and a lot of practice. Mm. Um, and I, and I love the way you're saying that it's a continuous journey, and you know. Because life is a continuous journey mm-hmm. and, and changes happen and some changes we can control, but a whole lot of them we can't, can't. you know, and it's how then you navigate your way safely mm-hmm. through that. Mm-hmm. So some really sound nuggets in there for listeners. Um, thank so you. thank you again for sharing that. And I suppose, you know, you've alluded to community um, and volunteering and that's not only within the workplace, but that's you personally. Um, and I know that you're the vice president of, of Newry Chamber of Commerce and you're a mentor as well. So um, does that then mean that you will be taking on the presidential role, Edwina. Due to take that in November, Belinda. Oh, right. So even more more work. More work, yeah. (laughs) And it's been busy as vice president um, over the last couple of years um, because our president, our Madam President, Julie Gibbons, like myself, is... Um, busy full-time mum and she she leads a um, huge organization Abbey Autoline so you know I have been able thankfully to support her in in her role as president so I'm, I've got definitely got a flavor of what it's like and um, I know it's going to be um, a lot busier um, and funny I was at an event last night a networking event last night in Armagh so I can see the evenings now are uh, starting to fill up and which just reinforces how important it is to make sure that that self-care is built in and I am a morning person so um, we've an event tonight too as well we've a, a cruise tonight um, down it's it's going from Carlingford to Greencastle um yeah so I've that tonight so that's two evenings this week so um yeah, yeah so that's and it up. is it's a huge it's a two-year tenure isn't that right two-year tenure yeah. yes because I'm a past president you myself are. not of Newry <laughs> but of Lisbon Chamber of Commerce so I know all about it and yeah. um, it's actually 11 years ago now so it seems such a long time ago but um, you love it, and and if you you know if you've really enjoyed the vice president role, then I have no doubt that you're going to totally love the presidential role. But it is a huge commitment, and I think it's just so evident in what you're saying that you've got that balance, and you understand when you need to take time out, and you've you've built all of that mm-hmm. within yourself, which is probably going to be essential mm-hmm. as you take on on that that role. So fair play to you, and um, you know, we'll take this opportunity to wish you all the very best you. as you step into that role. Um. I suppose, you know, for any listeners, again, what's the best piece of advice you could give them in terms of self-wellness management? If there was a a couple of nuggets there, what would be the best? The first thing is make it habitual, you know, um, and I have learned through experience that, you know, I did it and and I had my my self-care routine and um, then I stopped because I thought, okay, I'm good now. 
and then all of a sudden you know you're you're yeah. back to square one and sometimes worse than than what um you've you've previously been and you know if you if you look if you compare it to you know if you brush your teeth daily and if you stop brushing your teeth what happens you end up getting tooth decay if you want to you know keep your weight or keep your fitness at a certain level and you go to the gym or you you do exercise if you stop that what happens so that's what i've trained my my mind now saturday and sunday i still do it but if i don't do it on a saturday and sunday that's okay because the weekends tend to be um not just as hectic as as during the week some sometimes they do but i think that the, the one key piece of advice is um definitely make it habitual and whenever i find myself a wee bit stuck or maybe in a place that you feel god something's not right here there's um a wee tool i used and i I got it from um, one of my business coaches that I worked with, um, Neve Shields. And it is um, to basically take a wee bit of time and take stock and look at your nourishers, your drainers, and then what have you got to look forward to. And sometimes, even by doing that exercise, Belinda, it actually says, God, there's maybe too many drainers here, you know, and I've nothing to look forward to. And, you know, that's very important. I I do um, goal setting every month. I do it at the start of the year too as well. And part of that is that I've always make sure that I have something to to look forward to um, each month. And it might be just catching up with friends. This year, um, something different we did was, or I did, was instead of buying presents, and I said, if, if you can afford it, let's do an experience. So we have a couple of things this year. Only this week, Katie, Olivia and myself went to the Carrickdale Spa for Olivia's birthday. Um, that's my sister. She was, was her birthday on the 7th of June. And I said, right, this woman has everything. What do we buy her? So let's do an experience together, the three of us. It was gorgeous. And we did the same in April with Mummy and Katie for Mummy and Katie's birthday. Um, so just things like that having something and I do look ahead in the diary at, at the start of the month right have I got something here to look forward to so if you've one thing now that's probably a bit ex- expensive but sometimes it is a catch up with my school friends um, a catch up with the girls that I worked with in the Carrickdale and the catch up could be maybe a walk along the towpath the green the greenway from Omeet to Carlingford and maybe get a coffee at the end of it just something like that but having that something to yeah. look forward to so yeah. that those are probably the two things you know make it habitual and if you are maybe um finding that you're not really in a good place just do that wee exercise nourish your trainers and something to look forward to brilliant advice so hopefully that's been useful Lo- listen there's Thank loads you. of nuggets throughout <laughs> this whole conversation but that's excellent advice and i think you're absolutely right about having those you know little moments to look forward to and calling them out and recognizing them and being grateful for them and mm-hmm. all of that you know and as you say it doesn't have to be expensive it can be the very simple um conversation the walk and the coffee at the end and yeah. um, can just have such a positive impact but it's making it it's making it on a consistent basis yeah. isn't it um i just love that so i suppose you know back to the northern iron chest heart and stroke and the work way I live campaign which is you know sort of um cementing around all of what we're talking yeah. about today and um, I suppose what would you say to another organization um, or business who's perhaps listening to this who you know might be considering um, signing up for the work well live well campaign um, and program what, what would you say to them well I think the first thing is it's a really great way to bring wellness in, into the company Um, you know let the employees champion it you know sometimes in organizations um, you know senior management team leaders you know are the ones that maybe drive it and maybe they don't get the same engagement and same buy-in you know so 
I would say, you know, it brings it brings that wellness into into organisations. And look, there's a lot going on, you know, where, with, with cost of living crisis and, and all that we're experiencing, you know, at, at the minute. So it's it's good to have that in, in the workplace. Um, you know, I, I've really enjoyed, Belinda, watching um, people grow within the organisation. And when I think back to, um, there was, I think you were actually at the, the event that the Chamber organised. There was a health and wellbeing event a couple of years back. And I had um, two speakers, or two employees, sorry, that spoke at that event. Now, it would have been easier, um, I'm not saying it would, it would have been easier for me to have gone up and spoke um, and normally that's what happens it's, um, you know, somebody senior in the, in the company goes up but I, I did encourage two of the, the health and wellbeing champions to go up and do that, they had never done anything like that in their lives and it was a proud moment for me to basically sit back and listen to them talk about what Wood Innovations had done as 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 a business. So I was so, so proud of that. So that that's brilliant. And you know, it brings people it brings I, I think I've already mentioned that it brings people together and um, brings a team together. Um we we've a sports day coming up as as I mentioned. So that's that's lovely to look forward to. And I suppose that the big thing is that it brings balance to the workplace. So um, it just brings that wee bit of yeah. fun and it's infectious, you know. There's a bit of, you know, you can you can see the energy. is, is um, Well, actually, you can feel it. Yeah. You, you can't see it. You can actually feel the energy. So it has really, really changed, um, you know, and there's a bit of competition there. Like, we did a step challenge too as well. And because I'm a keen walker, the big, the big thing was about... Um, beating my my steps and I was off on holidays at the minute and there was one employee actually was getting up early in the morning to climb mountains so that he could um he could beat my um step record he didn't beat it anyway but (laughs) (laughs) and me on holidays I said I wasn't even trying but you know it's it's fun I mean there was a prize for it and I I I actually give it give it to him it's not for me it's not about that but it's it's just what you can actually bring to the organization and I think it's getting that message out that this program is there it's you know thriving in terms of what it's the impact it's having in organizations um and it's just bringing that awareness Mm -hmm. piece you know um into uh the the whole wellness space and as the title says if you can work well well then ultimately it'll fall into your your own personal life because the two are intrinsically linked um and and emma just to add i have to say emma mccrudden and it would be um I want to make sure I mention she has been phenomenal of what she has done. I mean, she did the nutritional talk, which I I sat and you think you know it all, um. But there's always one or two wee nuggets that you can take away and how she's brought, you know, our four health and wellbeing champions. And we actually have two programs because we have the team in Walsall as well, and we recognise that what was important okay. to us here might not be as important yeah. to them and the team over there is quite young Belinda so um so th- they were able to support us with both of those which was fantastic and Michelle then is driving the you know the the plan over there and she's liaises with the team over here and it's just it's just lovely to see it and you know there's the productivity piece too as well because you know the health and well-being and we as an employer are actually demonstrating that this is key and very important to us and we want to support and help our employees through this and then there's that private support there as well like some of the other things actually i did forget to mention that came out of it like we've um we've support um like health cover and things like that that has has come as a back of that and i know some employers offer that as a 
to some employees, but we offer that to all of our employees. Okay. So it's it's great to have that outside resource too as well if, if employees need it. Excellent. Yeah. And just to to, to mention um Emma McCrudden is the programme manager for the, yes. the Work Well, Live Well campaign and uh, she's excellent. You're she absolutely is, right. Yeah. So Edwina, we've talked about so, so much. Um, you've you've shared a lot with us and I'm very grateful for that. Um, you're stepping into the presidential role of Newry Chamber in November. But outside of that, what's next for Edwina? Well, um, I have just completed um, an accelerated course last month in company direction, Belinda. So I have one exam done. This is through the Institute of Directors. I have three more exams to do, which I need to get done before I take the presidency up um, because I'll definitely not be able to fit that in. So that's that's the first thing that's actually top of my agenda. I did my finance exam last week, which was horrendous, however. Um, you do have an opportunity to reset, but um, I think it's the fact that I haven't done exams in such a long time, you know. Um, but at least I know what, what to expect. So that's, that's the first thing. Um, I tend to do a half year review and we're now coming to the end of June. So um, Caroline and I, um, this is my accountability buddy, um, we will, we're getting together next month just to look at our goals that we set for the year, see where we're at, do we need to do a wee bit of tweaking? So we'll we look at that. Um, I am continuing, probably putting a lot more time this year in personal development because I recognised last year um, I needed to focus a wee bit more on that. Katie and I, Aaron and I are heading away next month um, for a week's holiday. So um, it was supposed to be two weeks, but um, they're now teenagers, Belinda, and this is a COVID holiday. Um, <laughs> and they're like, as much as we love to spend time with your mummy, um, we want to spend time with our friends. So um, we're, we're going away for a week um, um, heading to Salou. So looking forward to that. And as you said, the presidency, I'm due to take that up in November. Um, next year, I'm... 50 I'm 50 in January so I want to do something really special next year and I'm trying to work on something just as to what that's going to look like one of my values is is making a difference and so the remainder of this year is just going to be focusing on something for that next year just do something different Edwina (laughs) honestly it has been such a joy um you know the theme of this podcast is inspiring stories and well, your story totally um, epitomizes that title. Thank you for being part of this series um, with the Northern Ireland Chess Heart and Stroke. Um, and thank you so much for sharing um, your incredible, incredible journey. And you're so inspiring. And it's been an absolute joy to reconnect with you face to face after all those years. And yeah, wish you all the very, very best for the future, for your presidency role, and indeed the milestone of, of making it to 50 in January. And I hope you will, I've no doubt that you'll celebrate in style. So thank you so much, Edwina. Belinda, thank you so much. And uh, I've really enjoyed it. You've made it so easy. It's, um, yeah, I, I was a wee bit nervous last night and uh, definitely this morning. So thank you. Uh, really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you for having me. Most welcome. Thank you so much for listening to the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast. I do hope that you've enjoyed the episode. Please feel free to subscribe to my podcast to be notified when the next episode is aired. You can follow me across all of the social media platforms. Just search for Be Inspired to Be. Or indeed, you can visit my website, www.beinspiredtobe.com.